Hi, I'm Cynthia, the spontaneous F-bomb dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're You're listening listening to It's All Connected. We decided to start this podcast because we are wildly curious and we want to talk about how events are connected, like spirit, business, love, and relationships, especially if the cause isn't obvious. We're also going to be talking about self-expansion and life's true purpose, because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together, often in unexpected and wonderful ways. We want to learn how people think about connections, making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Nerd out with us and have fun along the way. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. Because it's all connected! Welcome to It's All Connected with Cynthia Varkavisser and Michelle Walters. Michelle's taking a day off today, so I thought it would be a really good time to reconnect with my pal, Stephanie Luares. Now, you may remember her from episode 10 when we talked about healing souls with souls. And we had a really good time talking about health and healing and how you went from working in the ministry to having your own business and um, helping people with health. Um, So from this place, I re-invited or invited back Stephanie Luares to talk about a different thing. I find that she's a very data-driven, faith-based person, and I find her so fascinating. fascinating. So back by popular demand, Stephanie Luares. I'm so excited to be back with you. Thanks so much for doing this with me. So we, um, we were hanging out and talking and I forgot what we were talking about, but every time I pose a question, you always have data driven information. And then you tell me what would be best for me. And of course the choice is always mine. Right. Mm -hmm. And I am not so data driven. I am actually more intuitive driven. And then I have to check out my information. So I'm a little bit backwards. So I find you and Michelle Walters fascinating because you're data driven, especially since you are so devoted in your faith that I was wondering, what's it like to be a science driven Christian? And what's, what's that like? Have you run into problems? What's that like? What's your daily life like? What's it like with other people when they find out that you're science driven? Well, it, you know, quite honestly, the, the, you don't find the thing, this place very often and you butt a lot of heads. Um, and a lot of it comes back to my personal faith journey. I was a person that was, was brought up in the church. I, I was, I was raised in the church. You always went to church. You didn't really question what you believed. And as I got older, that didn't quite sit well with me. And as I got into high school in college, like that just rubbed me wrong. And I got to this place in college where the questions that I was asking, I wasn't getting the satisfactory answers to, to my questions. And 
you know, being the jerk of a college student I was, well, you're not going to answer my questions. And I'm looking around in, you know, being a clicky college student, you know, if, if this is what the church is, you know, just, you know, this place to come hang out. Well, I, I don't really want to be a part of it. Right. And in my head equating, this is the church. Well, then this is God. Well, then that this isn't God. And so swear it all off. I'm going to go out on the great spiritual quest. And so for the next several years, I looked at a lot of different religions, like literally sat in the library, sat in bookstores, exploring, you know, well, what, what do people believe? What do all these other faiths believe? Mm -hmm. and what fits and explored and tried to find a place in some different different spiritual paths and some things fit for a little bit um found some friendships found some some places that you know i i could hang out for a little while but it didn't quite fit and as I got towards the end of college, it, you know, it was actually through my job that I ended up being invited back to church. And it was a place where it was safe to start asking questions again. And in that, asking the questions and starting to get the answers. And like you said, you know, you, you get a, you, you're good with that intuition. You're good with that feeling. I don't get the feeling until after I have the answers. If, if, if I feel solid in the answers, if I feel rooted in that something is good, something is satisfactory, something has checked all the boxes, then I, as myself, am open to whatever it is that's going to come in and say, yeah, this is great. No, it isn't. But I have to have the information first. Right. You know, that whole trust but verify thing. And I think that for me, that's what's made my faith so much stronger is the fact that I've spent the time doing the work and really digging in, really learning, really understanding what it is that I believe, what it is that I, I hold firm on, and that it's just not feeling right. that, there, that there's something I concrete that I can go back and prove. Right. And it goes back with everything I do in my work, in the everyday. You know, like one of the one of the really big arguments that comes up a lot is well, how can you be a Christian and practice yoga? Right. So interesting to me because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. make sense. And 
you know, do, do I practice yoga at its very root? You know, do, do I, do I get in, in touch with, with certain, certain aspects of it? Probably not as deep as a lot of other people. I, could I say a hundred percent? No, but do I understand the roots of yoga? Do I respect it? Absolutely. Because I understand where it comes from. I understand its history. I understand the, the different types, the, the different ways that we come about it. And also there's, there's the physical mechanics to it as well and how our body reacts within that practice to it. And so if I'm having a physical reaction to a spiritual practice, whether or not I'm worshiping this or that, that can be honored in a very different way. Right. Right. That's a great answer because you bring up the, the idea that if you're strong in your faith, that you can respect other faiths because you're so deep in your roots that you can understand the, the feeling of other people who are very rooted in their faith as well. Right. Right. And that's where a lot of respect comes from, um, from the deeper that you dig and that when you see someone that digs that deep as well, that, you know, there's a mutual respect because that's, that's not easy, right? Mm -hmm. So I totally understand that. The thing that, that I find interesting is that a lot of people, I don't know if it's cultural or not, they're either or. And even at one point you were talking about either or. Mm -hmm. so, um, so that you had to answer your own questions to satisfy yourself, right? To come back to uh, your faith. Have you met other people who are still either or? And, you know, what are those conversations like? You know, I, I think the either or is, is sometimes a personality thing that we, we almost have to get to that point in ourselves to be okay living in some gray. And we, we all have black and white thinking to some level. And for me, when I look at my understanding of science, when I look at my understanding of the world as we know it, the, the human body, the more I learn the deeper I understand it, the more I realize I don't know. And that parallels faith in so many ways. Um, in, in Catholicism, the, the Latin term is ad mysterium. That, you know, there, there's, there's this, this, this place, this, this stuff that we just don't know that you there's there's not the words that it just it is like you know you think about 
you think about the afterlife, you think about, you know, the next life, you think about heaven. We, we, we know it's going to be so great and grand, but there's not the words to explain it. Like it's the mystery. And like, that's how I kind of liken that, that parallel with science. The more I learn about, the more I realize I don't know, the more I'm fascinated about what is created because I can't fathom how all of this is put together and works together in in creation. Like just you look at the human body itself, like that just didn't randomly appear one day. Right, right. I know I tried to celebrate this miracle called my body which you see at 6.30 in the morning is not really celebrated. <laughs> and uh, it's hard to go to the beauty and the mystery and the magic and the miracle of being alive and, you know, walking and being able to do all these things. And I think that's why I like intuition so much, because to me, that's like having a miracle every time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, it's not trust. It's not, what is it that you said? Believe and verify, trust and verify trust but verify Mm -hmm. it's almost like um trust trust and see what happens there's nothing Mm -hmm. to verify i mean because you can't verify you just see what happens right yeah that's a little bit of a a little bit of a thing the what i and what i find really interesting is that there are a lot of people who are deeply rooted in their science and i think about engineers a lot because Believe it or not, they're the hardest people for me to communicate with. Um, and it's just a, a form of expression, right? The way that they express themselves is A to B to C to D. And then and then summing up where I'm A to D, B, maybe I get to C, maybe not. And then, ta-da, here's my conclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I find very interesting is that sometimes it's the science that I won't say it gets in the way with faith, but it has a way of questioning that that doesn't bring them back to faith. And for those people, I mean, it, that may be their faith, right? Science may be their mm-hmm. faith. That's a, a really good that's a yeah. really good place to be, right? There's no judgment around that. Um, but for people who are struggling, what would you say? And sometimes, you know, you using that science in search of the faith you search so hard you never find that end point because like my my thing is is prove it you know prove it to me you 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 can find the answers in science like you know you you want to find if something exists or something happens or you know xyz you know you you can find, you know, definitively the answer, you know, that is, is that not the idea of the scientific process? But sometimes, you know, that that's also, you know, where, where you get hung up is, well, I'm going to continue to try to prove it wrong instead of, no, we, we keep coming to this point where no, it really is true. Right. Right. I like to think that sometimes, even with engineers, there is a, a leap of faith 
-hmm. where it's just not a, it's not just a logical next step. And that that in itself is a miracle. Or it's a, you know, you're using your faith to take that little leap. And I always find it interesting that, um, now I'm making a generalization, that a lot of times people will say, well, that was just this. And I find that a little bit interesting as well. You know, that's just a, not anything to comment on, just kind of a weird little observation. So let me let the audience uh, remember that they are listening to It's All Connected with Cynthia Varkovisser and Michelle Walters. And you're here, we're here with Stephanie Luares of Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness. So let's continue with this. I'm wondering if you've uh, run into any kind of conflicts or do you believe we're in the trend of more people becoming and rather than either or? You know, it, it's hard to say because in, in the information age, there's so much misinformation. You know, we, we take hold of the information we want to believe. And it's, it's also a question is, if, is that information true or not? And that, that's where the rub is, rub comes. Right. And, um, you know, that, that's, that's really one of my soapbox places that, that I get going sometimes in, uh, on the science side is, you know, is what you're looking at actually the truth? Gotcha. And, and how, how do you determine that? Right. Well, how do you determine that, Stephanie? Well, you know, it, it, it really depends on kind of, you know, the area in, in what you're looking at, what it is that you're determining. But like, you know, say, say you've picked up an article, say you're picking up a study. You, who, who wrote it? Who sponsored it? You know, if, it, if it's for, for a product and it's about the efficacy of the product, well, if it's being backed by the product that you're reading about, you know, it's, it's biased. So of course it's in favor of, of what, what you're reading in the first place. You know, so we, we, we really have to pull back and look at, you know, where, where does our, where is our information sourced from? Right. And, you know, is it something that, you know, is it, is it from a place that really actually is using the scientific method? Was there a hypothesis that came into place? Was there controls? Was there variables? What were they? And what was the outcome? And over what period of time? Right, right. That's, that's actually kind of a brilliant thing. We're in a place right now where uh, with social media, whenever I find something of interest or anything on the internet, what happens is that the information hones in instead of, so instead of broadening my scope of knowledge, it actually deepens my scope of knowledge or opinion, whatever it is that you want to say. And, and once I remember that that's happening, it makes me sad because I feel like I'm not getting any smarter. And mm -hmm. to me, smarter is not always about depth. 
it's about breadth, right? Mm -hmm. The breadth of, of knowledge so that I can have a conversation with anyone. I mean, the good news is that um, someone who's uh, connected will always ask questions and will always come with curiosity. Um, but at the same time, there's this honing in. And I'm wondering if that's also something that's challenging this, you know, uh, encompassing or incorporating both faith and science, or let's just say any two things. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and I think it comes back to, like you said, that curiosity, how, how do we remain curious in, in being, being open to ask the questions that bring us down the path to get real information to get information that's going to bring us to a source of learning without the stuff without the fluff but that's going to bring us to a place to learn to grow fingers crossed on that one yeah fingers crossed on that one and it's funny that i would say that one thing that i have found with people especially having uh, our own businesses is I find that people really don't care what your faith is. They just mm -hmm. want results. And the, the part that interests me, one of my favorite coaches, it didn't work out, not because of what they did, but that my interest was not in real estate coaching, but rather in having a small business, right? Building my small business and not real estate. And he is Christian based. And we actually had a conversation on this. And I said, you know, I'm having a really hard time being a realtor as well as being this intuitive worker because um, I feel like people are going to judge me, which was a really, it was honest, especially for at the time. And I still have a little bit of fear sometimes. And he said, you know what, Cynthia, people, they just, they don't care. They want results. And he says, I don't hide my, he goes, you know that I'm Christian based and that, that my business is Christian based. And he says, people don't care. Mm -hmm. He says, what I see, what he, what they see is that there are people that I'm, um, that I'm helping, that I have things of value. And then he says, and that there is a spirituality there. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that actually makes them feel better that there's a spirit or a, an ideal beyond everything like that. Um, do you see other businesses starting to be like that? Or are you, are you feeling that the trend, cause I believe you are very like that, that you are very faith-based in everything you do. And even when you say ass, that, you know, it's in everything you say. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't think really, if, if you are living authentically, I don't think you can separate it and put it on a shelf. And I know that I think I tried when when I opened my business because I people knew me as who I used to be in as as a pastor in the former organization and I very much wanted to separate myself from that persona and it took me a while to separate myself from the organization, but still come back to me 
in who I was in my faith, not, not hiding my faith because my faith is, is very much who I am. I'm, I'm still a pastor. I'm still who I am. I have this wonderful business that I get to do amazing things and walk alongside people doing amazing things in transforming what they want to do. But I'm, I don't shove my faith down anyone's throat in any way. That would never be my intention, but it's the cornerstone of who I am in a lot of the foundations of my business. I mean, love integrity, communication. I mean, where would that not be in anyone's faith? That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I have one final question for you. All right, lay it on me. All right, it's not a big one, but I kind of crack up when people say that they are heart-centered or they have a heart-based business. What I'd like to know is, in your opinion, is there a difference between heart-based and faith-based? And if, if there is a difference, what is it? I have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I hear that all the time. And, you know, honestly, I wouldn't even say faith-based. I, I look at my business based on a set of values. Right. And like I said, it's love, integrity, communication, and, and growth. Right. I, would, would really be the four pillars. I probably have about seven or eight written down that, that form my full mission. But, you know, I, I think it's, it's really, when we look at it, it's what guides us, mm -hmm. guides our businesses, whatever that is. So really, regardless, at the end of the day, it's values. Yeah. Right? It's a value-based business. And I, I believe that's where, that's where all the good stuff comes from. Yeah. You know, you, you can call it heart, you can call it faith, but I, I think at the end, it's, it's a reflection of who you are and your values. Right, right. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. The time just flew by. I'm a little bit sad that it flew by so quickly. I'm so happy that I got to spend time with you. Thank you so very, very much. Thank you. It's always great to chat with you. Yeah. Oh, you got anything coming up that you want to shout out about? Oh, let's see here. Um, keep an eye on my social media and website. I will be announcing in January the early bird pricing for my San Francisco retreat that will be coming up in 2023. So keep your eyes out for that. That sounds great. Um, Stephanie's information will be in the show notes. And speaking of heads up, just a quick reminder that you are listening to It's All Connected with Cynthia Varkavisser and Michelle Walters, and we are going through a brand change. So very shortly, we will be um, coming up podcasting as Mind Power Meets Mystic. I know. All right. Thank you so very, very much, and we will chat again really soon. Bye. You've been listening to it's all connected.